You don't sound autistic. Well, uh, what does an autistic person Wait. sound like? You're autistic? Yeah, I'm telling you that. You don't even look autistic. But, but we're talking about... Yeah, but, but I don't buy it. But I, I was diagnosed with autism and ADHD and anxiety and depression. You don't sound autistic. Welcome back to another episode of You Don't Sound Autistic. I'm Blake. And I'm Rochelle. And we're going to record really fast. And I'm autistic. And I'm not. There we go. The end. Declan is awake, and we are recording this episode on a Saturday, and he will not stop talking. Here we go. Oh, so we'll see how far we get. Please forgive the uh, lack of professionalism in this episode. He's <laughs> only two. He'll be three in a month. That's right. He'll be three in a month. Yeah. We've had kind of a big week. Have we? Well, a couple hours after we recorded the last episode, we ended up in Children's ER. We did what? Oh, that's right. Did yeah. we not talk about that? Well, no. It was 6 o'clock at night. Oh, I guess you're... Here. I guess you're right. Right. So, yeah, we uh, well, why don't you do well, what you do best and uh, talk for 45 minutes about that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I think I will. I'm really good at this. Yes. Um, get your take, it, take it away. <laughs> well, we got initiated. Ah! Yes. Yes, you put the lotion on me. We got initiated into parenthood. Our first put the lotion the on its skin. He was playing with, um, I don't remember what now, but anyways, he cut his hand open, cut right through the skin. So we ended up in uh, the ER getting some stitches. And honestly, it was a very interesting experience because, you know, you're never really sure how. Your child's going to react in general when they're in pain and feeling bad about getting injured, but also when you know that there's going to be a brand new environment, brand new people, how is he going to interact with people? And he did the perfect child syndrome. He was pretty shut down, didn't talk, didn't, you know, he was just really kind of at a low level of everything and, and just moved through the night. So everyone's like, oh, he's so perfect. I'm like, well, what you don't know is that he shut down. But um, as he's feeling better, which is obviously more like tonight, um, very, very animated. Please don't put lotion on the mic. Your turn. Do you want to say hello? Okay, my turn. Let me hold it. Hi, Mom. No, I can't deviate. I have to keep it the same way. Right? Nothing can be different. All right. All right. There we go. My turn. You do. Thank you. That was quick. We'll so see. It was we'll a, see how many times. Let's see how many listeners we can can, uh, can scare off with uh, <laughs> having him yakking on here. Yeah. Just drink your Axio, son. You'll downregulate. So, did you didn't really mention why we were in the emergency room? Well, just and that, he that got I cut. wasn't even in the emergency room. Oh, COVID, man. The, yeah, the one parent rule was really frustrating. Well, it just he cut his hand. He cut his hand and needed three stitches. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out that he cut his hand under Rochelle's sole supervision. <laughs> I was safe and sound in my apartment making water boil. Okay. Yes. When I got the call to come over and be a hero. You know, I got to tell you, it was really. Um, I'm talking, yes. It was really helpful to have a voice activated. Mom is talking to Dad. I'm not calling Dad. You don't want to talk to Dad? Not calling Dad. Oh, can you talk to me? Not calling Dad. Okay. 
I think we will oh have to. T- <laughs> This is gonna work. We'll have to come back to this. Yeah. I think that so far it was it's been pretty good. <laughs> it's been a pretty good episode. This is kind of like an everyday. It's so interesting. We were doing his evaluation yesterday for you know, preschool and he barely spoke at all. And they were like, Oh wow, look how focused and calm he is and he doesn't stop he's you know, he's not talking. I'm like, This is not normal. The Declan I know doesn't stop talking. This is more appropriate yeah. for uh, a typical night for him. I just wish I understood more. Did you? Yeah, no, no cow, no cow with dad. So we're gonna pause and we will return in just a moment. We will be right back. We are experiencing technical difficulties. We will be right back. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Okay, we're back. And we're back. That was that was that was okay. That was good. Okay, so. We, 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 and when I say we, I mean probably mostly Rochelle, uh, put the baby down. Um, he's now autistically asleep. You know what that <laughs> means? I do. Do you? Yeah. What does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> he's, you know, he's got a lot on his plate. He's juggling stitches in his left hand. I know. He's having a rough and day. He had a rough day today. He, had a he rough fell. Day. He fell. He bonked his head. He did. And then he decided he was going to grab the mic like a porn star and just work <laughs> that bad boy. And he was like, ah, whoa, Did whoa, you see? Whoa. I don't know. You were fiddling around with your mic, but he was so committed when it was my turn that he would actually pull my face down, like gently. He did it sweetly, but... He would take his whole palm onto my chin and pull my face like down into the microphone and tell me to talk. Yeah. Mom, talk. Your turn. My turn. Your turn. He has very much become your turn, my turn. This is yours. This is mine. Mm-hmm. Mine and yours and all that kind of fun mm-hmm. stuff. It's very yep. Okay. So. Well, and he's got this ear infection on the left uh, on the right ear now. So he had kind of some trouble trying to get comfortable. Right. Okay, I'm just going to get into this, and then we'll get into all the other good stuff, because I'm going to forget. Okay. Crap. I totally forgot what I was going to say. How do I say it? What are we getting into? My joke. Oh. Oh. So every episode, this is where we got screwed up, and then I realized the mic wasn't working. We recorded like nine minutes of good stuff, and and then I realized that... uh, I realized... I never realized anything technical, so I have to take a little bit of credit in a Mercury retrograde. I know. Rochelle's like, oh, look at your line small. <laughs> the line on the screen is small. Why is mine so big? And I was like, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. I never noticed anything. But so value. I was thinking that I end every episode with some music that I make. Yes, you do. And then the other day, earlier today, maybe, I don't know, whatever. I was thinking, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll end, maybe I'll start every episode with a joke, but that's too much. That's too much pressure because music can suck, and what well, it's true, right? But I like if I start every episode and you're like, I thought you were starting this episode with a joke. Oh, I'm not. You see that what I'm saying? Grass. Yes, no, I see. But you have a good joke for today. I do. Okay, maybe I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I like how I wasn't. To be fair, I wasn't allowed to. Okay. What do you call it when a hooker farts after eating spaghetti? Uh, 
I don't know. Prostitutes. <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard? You've already heard this joke. Because it's still funny. All right. I like it. Okay, fair enough. All right, let's get into the preschool evaluation. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make that stupid <laughs> joke. joke. I just wanted to get it out of there. Oh, my goodness. So we have been preparing for this. Oh, wait. We also forgot to... Oh, dude, we are so off today. Mercury retrograde. Did we say welcome back and all that kind of good stuff? Well, we did the first time and Declan talked over us. Right. Okay, we welcomed you back. And we did all that. We said join... False, what I call the false intro. Okay. And then you mentioned something about the preschool evaluation, didn't you? Oh, I was just starting to say that they observed a very perfect child yesterday and that it was the perfect child syndrome and not evidence of his true personality, which he displayed tonight. Right. That's all I was okay. saying. But All right. We have... Um, On to the prostitutes. Right. <laughs> Speaking of prostitutes, so... Please subscribe on whichever yes. platform you are currently listening on. That way, and click click the bell so that you'll get notified of new episodes. Click the bell. What does that mean? It is just lingo that if they subscribe and click the bell, they'll get notified every time we drop a new episode. All right. You know, it's been a long time since anyone clicked my bell. Why don't you click our bell? Uh, <laughs> You're about to call me sir. I was. <laughs> Are you a do? Are do you identify as a man? I do not. Oh well, you will. Soon. I do identify as a member of our "You Don't Sound Autistic" group on Facebook. Yes, so do I. Well, I mean, I identify as one of the. I almost said masters. Admins. Well, you did create the group. I did. You created the group to create a place for people to continue the conversation in between the podcast and also comment on things that may be going on in your universe that you would like us to further research and discuss or just discuss with us in general. Yeah. So join the conversation True. on Facebook. You don't sound autistic. It's a private group. You got me paranoid now. I'm look I keep looking at my microphone. It's on. It's on. You got We're big live. lines. Yeah. I got big lines. I am hung like a horse. <laughs> waveform wise. Waveform wise. Right. That's a throwback to the first episode. Our hundredth listener. That's pretty cool. That is cool. And we picked up two new states. Um, I'd have to go back and compare to see which two. I haven't memorized them, but could, but shout out to our new listener in the new listeners in the states. Yeah, we would we would we would shout you out if Rochelle had the internet. But she does not. Right now, tonight, we are no. screwed. So this is one of the reasons that we're recording on a Saturday night. Uh, everything's going right and everything's going wrong all at the same time. It's prom night. <laughs> That's right. That's a good joke, too. You like that? That's <laughs> so true, too. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, I'm just relaxed because yesterday is over. I had an idea today. So, okay, so on Netflix, they have this special thing going it's uh the movies that made us or something like that yeah i think i remember you talking about that before and i'm not i don't this is the thing i would like i said like i don't want to get into this too much but i had this idea so deborah hill and john carpenter made they wrote and produced halloween okay we should and we've talked about this 
make we talked for many Rochelle and I for many years we talked about doing a podcast and then we had a kid and that kid is now asleep so between when now and when he wakes up let's make a movie no um <laughs> but we talked about making a doing a podcast and I was like I was like you know what I was like I I always I always talked about um Oh crap, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Ah, it's gonna drive me nuts now. Give me some context. Uh the last picture show. Rocky Horror Picture Show? No, no, the, the last, last picture show? The last picture show. Which did you even ever watch that movie? I'm not sure. It doesn't ring a bell. Peter Bogdanovich. Okay, there we oh, go. Oh, I would never have Peter Bogdanovich. Okay. Okay, let me look up last picture show. Last picture show. I know it was Peter Bogdanovich and it was um he was uh his anyway a lot of people thought his wife at the time was responsible for like the success of that movie and they were great collaborators is my point um and uh, and and she deserves to be recognized so i'm going to try and find her patty something no that's not I'm going to say Patty, and, and I'm going to be completely wrong. Oh, I do remember this. We had this conversation. We did. At a certain point, we talked about her name came up in, in conversation. She was the production designer. Dang it. And I can't think of what the heck her name was. Uh, Polly Platt. That's her of name. Of course. Sure. Wife and collaborator. How could I forget? I right. went to film school. I went to film school. And I was thinking, I was like, we've d- we're doing a podcast. We should make a movie. We made like three little mini movies. No, no, no. I mean, I'm serious. I'm saying we should script a movie. Okay. Just give me a minute. Give me a minute. <laughs> script a movie. I'll direct. You'll produce. Okay. What you like? No, doing, I like the idea of producing. Jog, I mean, that's like you, like, you got like lock, jog, the budgeting, right? All the nerd stuff. Yeah, yeah, I dig that. Show gets all the money. I get all the credit. <laughs> I like it. I like that. But I was thinking, no, no, I want we some could, money. No, we kidding. could we could do a movie about not our lives necessarily, but like. Because I was watching Halloween and I was thinking, here's this is really the idea that I had. I'm watching the movie and and they're talking about like, because he's, they're talking about like what he is and then I was like, well, you couldn't do that now because escaped mental patient, like I because I'm I'm really about let's let's like uplift the person that is on the spectrum like let's not make them like this crazy person right are you suggesting we do our own uplifted version of halloween no 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 what i'm okay, saying is that like i'm, I'm saying inside halloween of- have you ever seen halloween no why would i no so then you don't know what i'm saying my I don't point know. is no halloween the scariest movie i've ever sh- seen is saving private Ryan. Sh- can i this is the first time i'm ever saying sh- oh from now on i should introduce <laughs> every from now on i feel like don't i should just you're trying to thought sh- Halloween. I like. I just like it. I just like. I like how I said shh. Yes, I like it too. Don't lose your train making, of thought. No, I. I have not lost my train of thought. I am good. Keep going. Um, no. So Halloween is about a, an escaped mental mental patient 
which just like you just couldn't you couldn't do that now no but i feel like maybe i can because i am autistic so it's so if you have an autistic director making a movie movie about an autistic character and i'm not saying like let's make a slasher film right but i'm saying you make a movie where it i don't know what the movie would be all i'm saying is that we should make a movie that's all i'm saying okay the end. See, that's why I said Blake has a secret idea and we can't go into it. Oh, I see. You need more time to flush it out. I need to flush it out. Okay, we'll work on that because you write good scripts. Do I? You do. Well, anyway, I just think it'd be a good. I think it'd be a good, a good waste of time. <laughs> it'd be a fun waste of time. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Well, that you know, I do believe there are not enough. Well, I just said that poorly. There are. Oh, there are so many. You know how many movies are about autistic people? Are there enough movies? Or no. Okay. So then that's my point. There may be a lot. And I hope that they we continue to see more and more. But what about ADHD? What about, you know, the dual di- diagnosis? Are we seeing like more complexities? Or are they just stereotyping autism? Because I think the more movies we see that really stereotype autism, the more we're moving away from what I would consider progression. Well, this kind of brings me to the next point Kay. that I wanted to talk about. Oh, tell me. I like when you come with a list. Oh, boy. Here we go. Um, well, I had a shitty conversation with a quote-unquote friend. Uh-oh. And I wanted to get into that, and you know what I'm oh, talking about. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. Are you ready for that? I am. All right. I agree that it was a really crappy conversation. So, let's find this convo. So, just for perspective and timing, this conversation happened within minutes of us coming home from the hospital last week right so it was on top of an already re- stressful situation right. being separated with the yeah. one parent rule of covid our son getting stitches in the er both first time events for us um he's not even three yet so you know traumatic all the way around we're sitting down to eat dinner which you were very kind to make while we were in the er getting stitches and yet and as soon as we like sit down then your phone beeps and Whoosh, it's like we're taken into this other world where this conversation erupted. So let me give a little bra- a little background. Okay. Speaking of movies. So for everyone that doesn't know, listening, I am a filmmaker. Yes, you are. To a degree. Uh, I went to film school. I went to UC Riverside. Uh, I have a degree in film and visual culture. And this person, whose name I will not use, Mm-mm. right? Because fuck her. Um, <laughs> I won't use her name. But uh, she was in my first short film at UC Riverside. Okay. And um, anyway, uh, on on Instagram, no one can see this. So, But anyway, you can see that I posted... Episode 12, what does autism smell like? Which, just give me a break, people. I like clever names. I think that's a great It is. It's supposed to be a tease to listen to the episode. Yeah, of course. Because it's, it's a positive spin. So I post that. I post it on Facebook. Post it on Facebook groups. Post it on our group, You Don't Sound Autistic. And then the conversation begins. So what we're planning on doing, which I've just discuss this with Rochelle was we're going to kind of pass my phone back and forth and um, 
have a conversation through like reenact this reenact reenacting this this Instagram conversation as if it was as if it were really happening, um, which it did happen. It really did happen, and it bothered me to a degree. Uh, and I w- and I would like to talk about it, and I would really like I you know, uh, it's unfortunate because I don't really hear enough feedback. Let me get a little drink of water, but I don't hear enough feedback on certain topics that apply to a lot of our listeners, um, because we know that we're not the only ones facing these social situations. Yeah, and I say we like, and this is something so. Here, here I am on what was this a Sunday? It was Sunday night, like yeah. I said. After a Declan very cut his hand night. open, and okay. it, again, um, Declan cut his hand open under Rochelle's supervision. <laughs> Just no, but no. The real, the real problem was that he cut his hand open, and he, he was playing with a uh, tape measure, metal tape measure, which a million times we've all done that. You cut your hand, you or you play with a metal tape measure, and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna hurt myself." And it's this is the first time in my life that I've actually seen a kid get hurt to a degree where it wasn't like a little pinch this or a right. pinch that. Like he, it's really sliced his half inch open, hurt himself, and and so that's what I'm thinking about. And I'm and and then like in the side line of my brain, I'm trying to, you know, advertise our our podcast and the conversation starts. So the conversation here starts on October 10th at 10 9 PM with you don't send autistic episode 12. What does autism smell like? It's just the picture and the conversation starts with her. Okay. I'm playing her and I'm playing me. Do I get to say it all attitude? You can just, Is this like a new joke? I hear a lot of people calling others autistic as a joke. LOL. Not a joke. Who is calling people autistic as a joke? Here in Nashville. And they excuse exes of having been on the spectrum. Oh, they accuse. That's what I said. And they accuse exes of having been on the spectrum. I'm in the South. There was a time of incest, so maybe it's true. I'm in the South, too. I haven't heard of it. Uh, just to be clear, Rochelle needs to scroll when she <laughs> I thought it was screenshots. Yeah, there you go. Uh, maybe it's a, Ma- it's a Nashville thing. Why do you call your podcast that? Because it's about being on the spectrum. Who do you know that's on the spectrum? I'm autistic. My son is also autistic. What? I did not know that. Why do you think that about yourself? Because I was evaluated by healthcare professionals. I was diagnosed last year. Then my son was diagnosed. Meaning you're on the spectrum? Closer to Asperger's? Well, I have a very lengthy document that details the entire evaluation, but I, yeah, I'm high functioning. They don't call it Asperger's anymore. Oh, I'd love to read it if you're open to it. Because honestly, Blake, I don't fucking believe it. I've worked with kids on the spectrum and I just think they're overdiagnosing. 
Why would you want to read it? Because I'm curious. My undergrad degree was in psychology. I'm in healthcare now. I have my own opinion, like this evaluation, on the micro level. <laughs> okay. It's one of the reasons I do the podcast because people say I don't look autistic. I didn't say you don't look it. I feel like I got to know you pretty well, and I would never say you were anywhere near autistic. I do think intelligent people are weird, but they can't diagnose that, so it must be on the spectrum. Roll my eyes, emoji. Okay, LOL. I could go so far into detail about other diagnoses and how overdiagnosing leads to more meds, more profits. So will you send me your report? Yeah, I understand overdiagnosing, but I am autistic. I don't feel comfortable sending personal medical records, honestly. Uh, okay. Can you tell me off the top of your head what the biggest sign of uh, the biggest sign was on that test? There's a lot of different things: social issues, physical discomfort from clothing, severe noise sensitivities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I wish I could read a sample report. Does it have a name? Does what have a name? The test. It wasn't a single test. It was several things. And then I uploaded a picture and realized I made a mistake. It uh, kind of flashed on the screen. Mm. I read fast, but not that fast. LOL. I don't know how Instagram works, apparently. I thought I was sending it just to you. There, that should work. And then I sent it to her. In my humble opinion, majority of people will have this diagnosis, especially after lockdowns from COVID. Majority of people are on antidepressants or anti-anxiety meds. Ironically, I was just talking about this today to the front desk girl. I'm trying to think of a nice way to say your opinion sucks, LOL. Can't do it. Anyway, I need to sleep. LOL, I'm sure you have grabbed onto that diagnosis and made it a part of your identity. I did not mean to insult you. I just have a very strong opinion on these things. Have a good night. I'm not insulted. Good night. Cunt. Yeah. Can I say that? Yeah. I mean, for someone with a very strong opinion, her grammar sucked. Yeah. I inadvertently added words into there just because the missing words. To be fair, I'd like to say that um, I spent a lot of time with people from Australia. Mm -hmm. And people from Australia call people from the United States all from Australia. Cunts, regardless of gender, we don't care. You're a cunt, whatever. Right. It's Just true. like to be clear on that. Because right. I, I feel like some people are like, bitch. That. Yeah. You're a bitch. No, man, woman, you're a bitch. Um, yeah, she sucked as a person. Um, I have a feeling this will be a, an incendiary episode or we're going to get kicked off the air and we're not even on the air. Well, I disagreed with her 
entire premise because I don't believe autism is being overly diagnosed. In it, it first of all, she made in a, adults. In well, you can't overdiagnose something that is grossly underdiagnosed. You can only attempt to catch up. She also didn't make a direct connection between the anxiety, the medication, and the anxiety and the antidepressants. She and doesn't autism. know anything. No, and she's a very she read half a page opinions about this. But I'm like, it is true that anxiety is. Um, a comorbid diagnosis with autism. Yes, we know that. They coexist a lot. However, autism on its own, strictly autism, doesn't have medication. So right there, her premise was flawed. Now, you can diagnose for the or medicate for the 80% of the individuals that are also have ADHD or also have anxiety and also have depression, but that's not singular to autism. So I don't agree with that. Now, she also said, oh, post-COVID, we're getting so many diagnoses. Well, okay, well, listen, first of all, in order to really understand that someone has autism, you have to spend a considerable amount of time observing them. And what happened post-COVID? We all got sent home. We all started paying closer attention to each other. We all started noticing where things went awry and we could actually sit down and help each other because there are no blood tests. There are no brain scans. There's no definitive thing that you can do to say oh you have you know autism it's not like cancer you go oh, it's in your lymph node so we know you have it it's based on observation which we were all home to maybe do last if, year maybe if autism killed people maybe it would be something people gave a shit about more oh uh, she i know she upset no you, seriously but she think really about upset that. me too think about that if when because cancer kills right. people well, the problem is, is that there's not a multi-billionaire, billion-dollar drug industry on autism. Because there, well, there aren't drugs for autism. Now, what's unfortunate is that there, there is biological But they've, but they've drugged the uh, ADHD folks. Well, they have. Although, what's interesting is that although they use medication for ADHD, they also say, oh, but the best way to combat ADHD is to teach mindfulness. Right. So have fun with that. But when you have a neurological developmental delay or disorder like autism, which I believe is actually a disorder of intuition, not necessarily a neurological condition. I just believe the brain is wired differently and can totally access things if you just teach it differently. But that requires someone to be invested. <laughs> you can't autopilot an education system for autism because you know, then you'd actually have to put in different effort. So everything that she sat there and spat back at you and ridiculed you for and tried to call you like, oh, I bet you grabbed onto that diagnosis and made it your new identity. Okay. That's the part that made me want to punch her in the throat. I would not have stopped you. I was so angry. I was like, you know what, woman? You didn't almost lose your life to the fact that you were misdiagnosed, underdiagnosed, incorrectly diagnosed, and here you're sitting here being all judgmental about and anti-anxiety medication like put yourself in a real life situation where someone you love and their life is on the line and then sit there and figure out whether you want to throw stones at a diagnosis you clearly don't understand it's funny to me because i didn't get a chance to really combat her and it wasn't like something i had an interest in to go oh i remember when you were with an with someone in a relationship 
Because I think she got married really young, and he was a piece of shit. I didn't get a chance to you held tear your own. No, but I didn't tear her you apart. You didn't. You were very calm. Considering the fact that you were very angry, and I know you and I spoke at multiple points. I wasn't very angry. Very angry is... A, I was... I'm annoyed. Okay, that's a better word. When someone that talks out of their ass mm-hmm. has any platform. Right. To be judgmental. I agree. No, to talk. Well, fair enough. Yeah. And she's allegedly a doctor, this person. On a micro level, I have opinions. I have opinions too, mm. but I... Well, she has a micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Whatever. It's okay. But this is a real... I mean, I talk to people every day who are dealing with this type of... un. And this is supposedly an educated person, but this, it's still so... I met her. She's not that educated. Okay, well... We used to chat before she was educated. Now she's allegedly educated. Alleged... Alleged? Based on the grammar, that would be accurate, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just... I think more than anything, any person that you have a conversation with that talks to you like you're an idiot... right. Especially someone that you kind of know. Like, I don't know. It's weird. We're in a weird position because of the internet. Right. That you can talk to someone that you knew when you were in high school or when you were in college. And all of a sudden, that person's opinion can be expressed to you again. Right. You go, wow. This is why we don't talk. (laughs) Well, the thing that really got me is that she was so adamant that because she knew you in college and was aware of your behavior then that that somehow meant that your genetics and your lifestyle and everything you've been exposed to in your life couldn't possibly ever change not just that but let's be fair to me how what if i just have an amazing masking ability right which you do but there's also Thank two neuroscience. There's neuroscience called neuroplasticity, which means that the brain can change. The brain is absolutely not fixed. We used to believe the brain was one way at birth and it stayed that way all the way. Well, guess what? That's wrong. Like most things in medical science, they come around and realize, oh, we weren't right about this. Neuroplasticity is one of those things. The brain can change. What wires together, fires together. So actually, your thoughts and your feelings are constantly rewiring your brain. What you expose yourself to on a regular basis is rewiring your brain. The nutrition, the environment, the toxins, everything, the chemicals in the water, everything, thanks to Bruce Lipton and epigenetics, proves that not only is the brain plastic and capable of changing throughout our lives, but so is our genes. So is our DNA. Everything is moving in relationship to what happens on a day-to-day basis so what if she knew you in your 20s she didn't know what life was like for you in your 30s and life was she didn't know what life was like for me in my 20s but there was still a social aspect so she had some level of observation but the point is regardless of no, but that really that's that that is really what this to me comes down to maybe it doesn't for you but for me it does okay tell me more because if she's saying, I knew you in this time and blah, 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 blah. Great. Good for you. 
But you don't. That doesn't mean you know me. That is too high. Rochelle is turning a fan on, and she is blowing my mind. Okay, <laughs> it's a little bit better. But no, this this young woman, if we will, uh, met me in my twenties. Okay, good for you, but I actually feel like I was more paranoid and masterful in my collaboration with myself against the outside world in my 20s than I am now. Interesting. Especially now that I know that I'm autistic and and have ADHD. Okay. A huge disorder. <laughs> because growing up People were always like, you're weird, you're weird, you're weird, you're weird. I always had people saying weird, you're weird. No, they're just jealous of you. They're just jealous of you. They're just, they just want to be like you. So it's super interesting you you said the word weird because part of Declan's evaluation for preschool is that I've had to fill out a couple of these online questionnaires. They're like, I don't know, 50 to 80 questions. And one of the questions I've had to fill out in each one of them is, do other people call you weird? Well, not Ooh. at his age. Oh, do other people call him weird? Right. Well, no, because he's two. Because he's two. But they specifically asked that question in all three of these questionnaires. And I was sitting there going, well, no, because first of all, no one's really talking to him. And if they do, they're a toddler. And if they do, it's like, you know, that's not really where he's at. That's an unfair question. I don't feel like these questionnaires are age appropriate. But I also remember thinking... Is that a specific word? And then you just proved it right there. I asked the question a few hours ago and you just answered it. That people have specifically called you weird in your life. I did not know that. Yeah. My entire life. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Suckered you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was not one of them. Um, That's what happens when you date a Mormon. (laughs) You want to talk about fucking weird, bro. (laughs) That's how weird Mormons are. <laughs> Sheltered, maybe, but... Oh, man. That I could show up and all of a sudden you're like, oh, you seem super normal. <laughs> like, yeah, not weird at all. Well, I am sorry that this whole conversation was so disrespectful, um, but I was really proud of the way you handled it. I don't think social interactions, especially when you're being confronted and told that you're not autistic... And that, and then she completely, what's the word I'm looking for? Like almost downgraded or downplayed anyone who really has, I, you know, that diagnosis and is feeling liberated and identified and, and acknowledged. Well, yeah, let's, 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 let's relive what she said because. Well, I just think She's it's unfair that you would sit there and say, oh, I bet you grabbed LOL, on- I'm sure you have grabbed onto that diagnosis and made it a part of your identity. I did not mean to insult you. I just have a very strong opinion on these things. Have a good night. You know what's really- I hope she died in a car crash. Okay, well, yeah. Can I, can I respond? No, we're going to... No, I just hope she died in a car crash. I'm not angry. Okay, well, let's not put that out there, but I understand. Fine, I, I hope under- she lived through a bus crash. <laughs> 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 
No. The point, <laughs> I know, and yet you said you're not angry. It sounds to me like I'm not angry. I'm not angry. So I think, explain no, this emotion to me then. Because no, because it's, I am a fucking annoyed. Annoyed. Okay. Because here's someone, I don't, first of all, okay. Let me, okay. Any serial killer documentary you've ever seen starts with the neighbor going, Jeffrey was just a really nice guy. <laughs> Mr. Dahmer, he was just, Jesus Christ, was Jeffrey just, just, he just, you never knew. You never would have known. He was just the nicest guy. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Bill. He was nice. Okay. I'm just saying. It's a fair point. So, so, so she knew me. Oh, I'm not saying I'm a I psycho see, or see, anything. I see, I but I'm saying like she saying. knew me so well. Right. Because I see we hung saying. out a couple times. Sorry if 45 years ago I wanted to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> right. That whole. Sorry, Rochelle. I know. Right. It's cover your ears. Right. Uh, you're a young lady. Earmuffs, earmuffs. Earmuffs, earmuffs. So I but mean, no, but I mean, like, seriously, this is someone that I knew that was a woman that I kind of so actually, let's took out a couple times. Oh, I didn't know that part. Oh, yeah. Okay. And maybe she didn't know. Well, but let's but just. But still, like, who cares? What you said earlier oh, is boy. that in Mind your trouble. 20s, you were much better at collaborating with yourself about who you were to the know. outer world. And what I think you were saying in there is maybe that I was, maybe I wasn't. You, I well, well, what we know is that the concept of mirroring and masking is so ingrained. I actually watched him yesterday. When he got lost in the evaluation, he looked at the head of evaluator to see if he had her approval. And when she indicated that she was pleased with him, he continued on. And when she indicated that and she pulled back because he wasn't getting it, he got instantly just deflated. And he didn't know how to make it through that. But he looked at her for, for like, where do I go? And he didn't quite know how to... to so he's not even three. And he's already... Looking to get laid. No, Look at this guy. No, he's already... <laughs> he's Sorry. already that looking to the... That was a joke. I'm afraid I lost the audience. Just, I was... Okay. That was a joke. Okay, it was a joke. But my point is that he's already looking to her to try and craft his response because he doesn't know what he was lost in that moment. Right. He was completely lost. And so I saw it and they did their damnedest to keep me like distracted. They were rapid firing questions. I had two to three evaluators asking me questions at the same time in different languages. Like one's asking me speech therapy questions. The other one's asking me OT. And I was like, Oh honey, I'm prepared. So I was firing back answers to both of them in their own languages oh and honey in their own languages in their own languages were they right. speaking different languages well they speak their own lingo that's what i mean like speech has oh. this lingo and ot has i thought this you were like bonafide french no, that, was, that was definitely Joke. but at the same time i had to keep an eye on my son because i would watch when he would start to our son lose his focus and he would need support and so of course he's sensory seeking so i would go do you need a hug and he's like Yes, and he'd run over and he'd get a hug and everyone could take a breath and I could just do a little cranial still point on him and bring him back to zero and then he could take a breath and get ready to go back into testing. But in that moment, I watched him search and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is how kids learn to mirror and mask is that he's totally confused 
and he's literally looking at them to figure out what to do next. He's not even. Free. You notice though, is this? I see. I'm afraid. I'm afraid as a man, I'm a, as a cisgender man, I am very scared. Okay. To say anything. Okay. No, but no, really. <laughs> I um, the reason I say that is that, let's be real. I mean, my my experience growing up, <clears throat> men were not the authority figures. Okay. So when when in the world that I am now living in, the world is like men are the thing. Okay. Do you feel do you feel that? Men are the authority? Mm, not so much. No, I'm just I think they're trying to be No, but I'm saying like men are the president, men are the boss, men well, are the this. That's common, women yeah. don't get paid as much and all these kinds there of things. There are those issues You're a that woman. are coming up. Do yep. you, you okay. So you you identify with that? There are social inequalities up. growing up that was not my experience oh. my experience was mom was boss right with stepdad mom was boss with dad mom grandma was boss mm. we, we lived in a very matriarchal matriarchal household so. i never understood that so like that was never something that like to this day <clears throat> i make comments i make jokes like one of my favorite uh jokes and I'm afraid to make it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Is something your brother Jared, I think, said. I think he asked you once, what do you want for your birthday? And you said, I'd like a watch. And he's like, why do you need a watch? There's a perfectly good clock in the kitchen. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, why would you Why would you make her go in the kitchen? Men belong in the kitchen. That's a joke. Right. So, but no, but, like, but you see what I'm saying? I do. And in like your that's, family that's, structure, that was absolutely true. And there's a lot of family structures that are make, matriarchal. Our family structure was matriarchal at home. Did you see what I'm saying? Men belong in the kitchen. And it was patriarchal in, in other formats. So, it, you know, I think that we'll, we'll be split on this. And then I think there's a fair amount of people. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, Rochelle is choking. Hold on. Also, Give her a you know, have suffered through many, many years with absentee parents for a variety of reasons, whether it's medical um, or military related. Like not everyone had two parent families. And that, that is unfortunately common um, in the generations of undiagnosed autism. Yes. So to continue your point. I had a point. <laughs> I hope so. You were making a very strong one. Yes. Okay. I forgot what my point was. Well, I think it's unfortunate um, that this went down the way it did, but I was proud of your responses. I think Thank you. that it was wise of I you. I showed that woman who was boss. It's my point. You see what I'm saying? Okay. Because I'm a dude. Like me being like, I'm a man and I'm going to show you who's you boss. You were very articulate. You were, yeah. well, you know. You're but to patient. me, more than anything, that's the problem. I think the a lot of this is my point. I think I, I think this is my point is that sometimes men have points. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna get to one? Soon? I know, but and I I think I am, and that this female person that was my friend <laughs> that I thought was my friend mm-hmm. is clearly not. Um came at me from an angle where it was just like, wow, uh, this is 
invalidating, invalidating. We're all, I mean, here's the, here's the whole point is that we're on equal ground. I agree that like that men and women are equal. Right. I hope everyone knows that. Okay. We're equal. Men Agreed. and women are the same. Except for the few things that we're not. <laughs> right. Okay. And then in this case, we're, we're, we were completely off point. I don't think the fact that she was a woman or you were a man had much to do with it. Oh, I it no, I think a it, very you commonly. You absolutely. Absolutely. It does. Wow. Because of the way that it was come at from that angle, the, the shittiness of it. Okay. Could only have been done. Really? No, for like a dude coming at me in that direction, the conversation, I don't, the reason I say that, like I never, w- I wouldn't have let it go on as long as a dude. Oh. I would have been like, as a dude, I'd be like, what the, f-? I would have You're ended just, it quicker okay. or something. Like it would have, like, I was just like, oh, okay. Like in my head and I kept trying to defend it. I'm not trying to say like, as a man or a woman, like what she said was right or wrong was better or something. What I'm saying is that the length of which the conversation had gone Mm -hmm. because she was a female. You allowed the conversation to continue. To go on longer than it should have gone. Does that sound really, now I feel like a total animal. Well, were you just hoping to get to some sort of like agreeable point? I was, I thought that there was going to be something where I thought it was going to be like, boom, boom, boom. We all understand each other. Right. I kind of thought it was going to land there, too. And boom, boom, boom. There was no understanding each other. Right. And, and, it, and so I guess you're right. I mean, it doesn't matter. Man or woman doesn't matter. Well, she continued to push Did I totally well. screw that up? No, I don't I think so. I screwed the pooch on no, that, No, I don't think so. I think what I'd like to understand a little bit more, though, and, and you're kind of dancing around talking about your like your emotions about it because one of the big misunderstandings is that because you're autistic you don't understand your own emotions i don't have emotions (laughs) (laughs) so i would like i don't have emotions apparently that's what you're told right but what's the truth take the mic out of the mic stand for a second ladies and gentlemen i'm really nervous okay here we go um, yeah, no, I feel like I have emotions. Right. I. What's your question again? What were your emotions about this conversation? Obviously, other than being annoyed, which we've covered. Because I don't agree with the premise that you don't know your emotions. You That's why you can't empathize. I think all of these things are gross misunderstandings and clearly offered by people who don't live with autism and don't understand it at a core level. So please. I don't think emotion is the right word. There's a certain level of understanding and misunderstanding and exposure and experience that you get. And sometimes you you don't even feel emotion. You just feel... Like a level of distaste. I don't know what it is. So remember, your amygdala is making your decisions for you. And your amygdala is that part of your brain that processes emotion and decides what is a threat and what is not a threat. I don't feel like she was a threat to me. 
Fair. I feel like if anything, it was. It's something. It's something. I like honestly. I need longer pauses in between my thoughts than most people do. Right. Okay. That's fair. That's a fair statement. And that's a fair statement about autism. Because it's... Because I want to say, like Rochelle might say, some things about a person that are not very kind. Not to say that Rochelle would say something that is unkind about someone. But, it, but I mean the pauses she might take as if she were a female Christopher Walken, Christina Walken. <laughs> right. You've called me that many times. All right. Fair enough. But to Christina Walken's point, I need time. Right. And I don't have time to go sit back and edit all this stuff. I really think 20, 30, 45 seconds. I mean, that's that's how my brain works. It's not fair. So, so why don't you ask me your question again and, and really give me that time to think about it. Okay. So my question was, other than being annoyed, right. what other emotions did you have about this exchange? Okay. I'm allowed to really think about this? Yes, you are. Okay. To me, it shows the ignorance of the other side of the conversation. Okay. More than anything. <laughs> when I was a kid, my mom used to always say, you're talking out of your ass. Right. She said that to you as an adult, too. Yeah. Thanks. I'm just saying. No, but what I'm saying is that you're talking out of your ass. That is what this person was doing. Talking out of their ass. Thinking that they have some elevated position above me because they have, they're a doc, whatever. I don't even know. What, what does that mean? They're a doctor. I don't know. I don't know. I could be a doctor. I think what she did is project. I think she projected oh, sure. some sort I'm of. I'm not offended. Okay. Because just like she thinks she knows me, I think I know her. Okay, that's pretty fair. well. Projection sucks. Because I haven't we spent the same amount of time with one another? Correct. That's the thing that okay. Let's get to the nitty gritty of it. Tell me, we spent the same amount of time with one another. Okay, twenty years ago, or well, however long. She tells me she's a doctor, however many years ago, and now I all of a sudden am saying that I am autistic. Well, guess what, twat hammer? I think you are not a fucking doctor. Okay. I and don't believe she, it. She doesn't think you're autistic. Well, then I guess we're both fucked. Or you're both Unfortunately wrong. for her, too many other fucking brilliant women have seen me and diagnosed me. Right. And get, so Actually, I guess the women are in fucking charge here, and they're the ones that I believe. You were 
accurately diagnosed asshole hat all women and incorrectly it was all women because i will tell you this completely in fact in my comedy in my stand-up i do a bit talking about going to see a doctor and I specifically only reference female doctors because they're because the, I will only see if unless I am forced to. Right. Other than my childhood doctor, who was a cool doctor, he was a male doctor. Okay. I will only see female doctors and female therapists. That is true. That is true. But both of the men who have treated you have been either incorrect or incomplete. Well. I've seen other male recently. Therapists. I'm talking in about the most recent in ones, terms of your. I have seen male. I will not say that I'm going to be one of those people. It's going to shit on male doctors. I have seen male doctors, male therapists, so on and so forth. We're talking male. about your neurobiodiversity. I'm just trying medical. to. My point is, I would like to be able to talk shit about a woman without seeming like someone that's expressing toxic masculinity right. you're not painting all women with the same brush no you actually have one person right you this have... one specific woman right. you're making that is clear. a shithead right other See, women and on the other here hand. are the real emotions you're angry I'm and frustrated. you have every right to frustrated. be frustrated i am i understand those are valid emotions then they and they run deep and this is a week later i think more than anything no but what it is is the, the more than as a person, she is irrelevant. Okay. I think it sucks that I can't say something about a woman. But you can say something about a, woman. a person without... No, no, no. But no, but those specifically, like, this, this woman sucks. I thought the way you ended your conversation with her was genius. I'd like to find... I wish I could find a polite way to tell Because I like to, to say you, that women I think are great. I know you believe that. Yes. Yeah. You're not making I a gender-based... Well, we've had conversations where you don't think I think women are great. Well, you're saying different things in those moments, but I do believe that generally you have an overall very respectful opinion of people in general. Okay. You have a very open heart for uh, most, for actually all diversity that I can think of. You've always been very warm and welcoming in that way. This is a very specific event with a very specific person. And unfortunately, with your neurobiodiversity, the male doctors in our story have been incorrect. However, the male doctors in Declan's story have been correct. So again, you're not making a gender uh, quantification. Is that a word? I hope not. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You're not making a gender based comment you're just uh, commenting about your experiences and that is valid and what what upsets me the most is that she thinks she has the right to invalidate you and your diagnosis neither of which she does and her strong opinions are not welcome when what 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 makes them strong oh we don't know you didn't really she did she just went on her soapbox of projection We didn't really get into them. And I, I don't want to have know. a very strong opinion on these things. Right. It, so which is I like talk out of my ass about things and I have no idea what I'm talking about. And I mean, you listen to it. Like I work with people that are on the autism spectrum. I do too. I met one person that was autistic. Guess what, motherfucker? I know one person really, really fucking well. You don't know anybody. Unless you're autistic, shut the fuck up. Sorry. 
See, this is that anger I'm talking about. I'm not angry. Then what is it? I'm annoyed. Man, we get annoyed on very different levels. <laughs> when I get I get annoyed, I'm like mildly annoyed. You feel like passionately annoyed. Yeah. To me, that feels like anger. You've seen me angry. I have. You've seen me annoyed. Okay. This is kind of a blend. I'm, I'm annoyed. Okay. Well, you are not alone. There are many, many, many people out there, many, many more than are listening to this podcast yet, many, many more that have even been identified who are struggling with this very same situation. They're being invalidated by their friends. They're being just as painfully invalidated by their family, which you've also experienced. I mean, right now, obviously. And not, I mean, not just right now, but I mean, everyone's, that's the name of the episode. That's the name of the episode. That's the name of the show. Right. You don't sound autistic. That's the thing. That's where we started with this whole episode. Uh, like where uh, I, I was blown away. Like, oh, oh, is this like something that you're trying to be funny about? No, you idiot. I'm not trying to be funny. Oh, then why are you calling your show something about being autistic? Because I'm autistic. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. For an hour. That was right. the conversation. It, that's You want to ask me why I'm annoyed? I know. She's that's invalidating why. you. And that's and that's no, it's it's not just me. It's all these it's other people that I have agree. gone through the same situation. I agree. That's what I'm talking about. It's bullshit. It is. It is. And that's why... We'll talk to you next time, everyone. <laughs> this Sorry. is why I think it's so important that we continue to illuminate neurobiodiversity and all of its gradients on the spectrum because there are so many different variations in everything from emotional reciprocation, social reciprocation, even something like eye contact or you know, textures and smells and sounds and sights, all the sensory input, it's all incredibly customized. You could be, um, you could be experiencing life a thousand different ways and they would all, they could all be classified as autism. You can experience life even more exponentially when you start adding in things like ADHD and anxiety and depression and sensory processing disorder and OCD and oppositional defiance disorder and eating disorders and picky eating. And the list goes on and on and on because much like a snowflake, there are no two people that are the same here. And when there's one stereotype that was the out there, silliest thing you could have ever said, <laughs> it was, I'm looking at my beautiful lights and that's what I was inspired by. But it's very true because okay. a stereotype of a diagnosis, a stereotype of a way of life is so unfair. It's so mean. It's uneducated. And it's just inappropriate for this day and age. I per I, I'm very proud to be doing this podcast with you. I will continue to tell you how brave I think you are for being so raw and transparent about your personal experiences and 
sharing these types of details with complete strangers um, and our friends and family because they're deeply personal and it's difficult enough to I'm communicate. Very brave. You are brave. It, it is difficult enough to communicate regularly, but then to be on the spot. Send your donations now to Blake is Brave <laughs> at BlakeIsBrave.com. Actually, don't do that because BlakeIsBrave.com might be some pervert that's yeah, looking to that. be brave for other reasons. Send your money directly to me at MyWallet.com. <laughs> <laughs> you put yourself in a situation every single week to sit here and have a recorded conversation with me that is not scripted we do not have an outline when we make notes we hardly stick to them and uh, you are hey, we stuck the most hey we? we got prostitutes in there we did but my point is that it is highly unpredictable right. and you still show up every single week with meaningful responses and you do your part to share this entire life of yours with the world so that other people can benefit from it and find their own truth their own medical and mental health you know answers and help to improve their situation also and for that it's very brave okay. in fact you know we have friends every day that are continuing to uncover and illuminate neurobiodiversity in their own families oh this is going to continue for many of us because for many of us we're I generations, know what you're talking about we're generations behind we're talking about a friend of mine who found out that their son might be autistic. We did. Not just might, is definitely autistic. And let me just send a shout out to you, homie. That's right. Shout out to our friend. Your son is in deep shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's no, not. He's, he's not. He's, he's totally fine. There are so fine. many more he resources. He's totally fine. There are so many resources available. It was a joke. It is. It's, it was it's a, a funny joke. joke. That That is... Trust me, autistic people know because we have senses of humor. <laughs> it's you, you neurotypical douchebags. I'm not actually. No, I had a neurotypical conversation. I had a conversation today with a friend that is not neurotypical. She's neurodiverse. We're talking about this. She was talking about neurotypical people and how you don't, y'all don't understand. Right. And that neurodiverse people, like we, like you make a comment, you make like a joke about something and we're like, oh, that's fucked up. But like another neurodiverse person makes that comment, but like kind of slips it into a joke right. and, and we're just like, nah, we don't care. Like we get it. Right. You do. You do get it. You do. That's it. All right. So I think, I think we are done for today. I think so. Uh, this was, this was a big conversation, it's kind of heavy but I appreciate you having it with me and sharing this. Thank you. All right. Well, I'm Blake. And I'm Rochelle. And that's the end of this uh, week's episode. And uh, we'll see you next time. This is a weird one because we're in episode 13. But next week will be an even number. <laughs> so that means it will not be creepy. But it's okay. Even if it is a little creepy, it's fine because Mercury, it's the month of Halloween. Right, and, that's fair. Oh, God, here we go. Mercury, Mercury goes direct no, on Monday. No, no so weird we Mercury can stuff. just kind of like, you know. No Mercury weirdness. We'll make just a little bit more sense next week. All right. But I, either way, I'm proud of you for this one, so.
Thank you. All right. So I'm Blake. And I'm Michelle. And we'll see you next time. Music is coming up right now. Kabam! Ooh.